So, Rob, you just played basketball. What was the score in the end? Uh, it was 27 to 24. Wow, those big numbers. The huge scoring numbers, game. huge numbers. But <laughs> I, I believe there was some uh, funny business going on, on the sidelines because the other team's spectators were scoring. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. What so do you mean? The NBL has really has really declined in recent okay. years. <laughs> All right. So speaking of basketball, you got another case study for us. Speaking of cases, we're going to be talking about wine in this episode, right? Oh, very nice. Yes, very nice. <laughs> yes. Cheers. I think that one's going to age nicely. Uh, oh. <laughs> so yeah, we are. We're talking about wine. We're doing another case study. Um, but today we are going to be talking about um, the power of telling a an absolute rip snorter of a story through your business. What does rip snorter mean? A, a bloody ripper of a story. Okay, then. bloody ripper. And so the the business we're going to be looking at today is Good Pair Days. You've heard oh, yeah. of these people, right? Yep. You've seen them. Very so cool wine. What would you have a? Do you have something more formal written up? Uh, I do. Wine in a box delivered to you. Yeah, it's like a it's a subscription box. Yep. You get three to four wines every month. You might be able to change the um, intervals of when yep. you get them. But essentially, you get wine delivered to your house and it is personally selected based on your tastes. Yeah, so it's like you, you, you don't like white wine. They won't send you any They're not going to send you any wine. Yeah. yeah. So, the reason we're talking about Good Pair Days today is because um, they're an awesome example of how you can tell a really great story and have that kind of propel your business um, and generate that all-important word of mouth. Yeah, and I personally like them because they uh, have a really good brand and they've Mm. been very ambitious with the brand. Yeah. They've spent big on it and you can tell. That's true. Yeah, so it is. it's very tight all over, all across the board. Um, Okay, so let's let's dive in. So I want to tell a story. So, um, So my girlfriend subscribes to Good Pair Days and she gets three bottles of wine a week. It costs about seven, it's 79 to 100 bucks, I think. Depending a week? On, yeah, depending on how many you get. There's different tiers. Is so she you, drinking almost? Uh, no, sorry, a month, a month. I was going to say, yeah, she a might month. have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a month, a month. Yeah, so she gets that a month and what happens is she filled out a survey on their website. Before you're even allowed to order wine, you have to fill out this survey. And it asks things like, if you could only have one more ice cream for the rest of your life, what flavor would it be? So it's vanilla, uh, something very fruity, or wasn't sorbet one of the options? Sorbet, yeah. So what would you choose? I I don't really care about ice cream, so. Well, I think you would choose vanilla. I'd probably just close the tab. Jesus. <laughs> but it is an interesting gamble though, right? Because like people are always talking about like, you've got to make sure they can take action within the first five seconds. Get the sale. No friction on the sale. And then, mm. and good pair days are going, you better have an opinion about ice cream or we're done here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't ask you, there's one question out of eight maybe that says, what's your favorite type of wine? If you had to allocate votes to these different types of wines, like red, white, sparkling or rosé, um, how would you do it? There's only one out of like eight. Wouldn't it be funny if that was the only one that actually <laughs> Everything else is just smoke and mirrors. But so you fill this out. It's the first thing you have to do. And then once you fill that out, it says, okay, here's your first box. We've chosen these wines. And then you can even click a button that says, why have you chosen that? And it's got a little description that says, well, you said this, you like this. So that's why you're going to like this wine. So that is the start of the story that they're telling, right? You've already invested time. You feel like 
they've taken what you've written or what you've selected and turned it into wine recommendations. Yep. And the whole idea is that this is for people who uh, they may be not so advanced with their wine knowledge. That, um, they could be, you know, maybe they have a bottle or two like a month, mm. but they don't really know what they're drinking mm. or why. They've got like, you know, I like Cab Sav or something, but they don't know why. Mm. These kinds of people... Remind me of people my age who have just turned 30 and then have suddenly decided that there was some sort of unspoken rule that after you turn 30, you have to drink wine instead of beer, like as your main drink. Yeah. So they're like, they don't really know anything about wine. It's not like they can name all of the types or the brands or whatever. Yeah. They're sort of very casual. Adults. Avid adults, I guess. Avid adults. (laughs) Avid adults. Yeah. Instead of part-time adults. Well, that's exactly it. So, you fill out this survey, you get your recommendations, you order your box, and then what happens is it arrives. And when it arrives, it's in this awesome case, and you open it up and you've got all three of your bottles, or four if you've ordered four, face up, label face up, and then with each bottle comes a little card. And on that card it tells you what the wine is, obviously, the name of it, the year it was made, what region of the world it was made. But then there's also a section at the top that tells you a story about the wine that you're about to drink. And it says, here's who produces the wine, here's where they produce it, here's some history about how they first started creating this. Mm. And um, then underneath that, there's tasting notes. So it'll walk you through what you're going to be experiencing when you taste it. And this is the best part of it. And this is this really touches on the whole telling a story because as you're following this through, you're learning more about the wine, you're getting more absorbed in it as you're reading. So all of a sudden, it's not just, oh, it's Friday night, let's just have a bowl of wine. It's now, oh, wow. Or, this is- or in your girlfriend's case, it's Monday night, let's have a bottle of wine. <laughs> Exactly. Instead, it's an experience. It's Monday night. Let's have an experience, you know? Yeah. And so, you're already getting into it and then you read the tasting notes. And this this is something that happened to me the other night was I was reading these tasting notes and then I had a sip of the wine and um, it made me ask, oh, do they say anything about top notes or, or, or bottom notes in this? And I have no clue what I'm talking about. Mm. But the fact that I'm reading this story and the tasting notes on there... You're starting to know what to look for. Yeah. What and to I'm taste for. putting it together. I mean, it says so much about wine that they have to tell you what you're going to taste. Yeah. I just have no time for wine. I, th- I really like good pear days, but I wish they sold something else. Beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well... You're never going to get a burger that says, there's going to be some beefy flavors in there. Yeah, you go... <laughs> Pickly flavors, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and that's why. That's why it works perfectly with wine yeah, because it's, it's something that it's is inscrutable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, as you're reading this this card, you're all of a sudden not drinking just wine anymore. It's now this narrative that this wine was selected for you. You've tasted a few of these things. Here's what you're tasting, and then as you're drinking it, you you feel like. Wow, this is this is something that is is not just something that I've purchased. This is something special. Yeah, and I'm actually savoring it instead of chugging the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. You're doing that thing where you take one sip and you, you put it in your mouth. You pretend you know what you're doing. Like it's that kind of thing. Like it. That's yeah, the kind yeah. of behavior that it elicits. And on the reverse of this card, there's um, even a food pairing, and it tells you, hey, this kind of wine goes great with these flavors and these types of foods. And here's even a recipe. On the back of it. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. And this comes with every single bottle of wine you order. I have seen the Good Pear Days box before and I'm really amazed with how 
awesome the the pack the boxing the unboxing experience mm. is because this box is actually like they ship it as it is right well they deliver it technically through courier or whatever yeah, but the yeah. outside is like a with all the post yeah it's like a regular it. cardboard and then the box the inside yeah. is like this really awesome like apricot sort of color mm. everything is really nicely set inside the box yeah um what you just said about the labels always being face up that's so cool the way something you don't have to do you could just as easily chuck the bottles in and probably have like basically a if, if, if people hadn't experienced all the labels being face up, they wouldn't have even noticed. But yeah. it's just that attention to detail and the care factor of curating that unboxing experience that I think mm. is super cool. Exactly. I mean, these wines are not necessarily cheap as well. Um, so, you, you, minimum you could buy is three. So, you're spending, I think 79 is the minimum that you're spending, right? In one go. And especially if you're not a wine drinker, it's it's kind of a hard sell, mm. right? Um but it's, as you mentioned, that attention to detail and it, it's this story that Good Pair Days draws you through. They bring you along for this journey that makes you start believing, hey, this is worth the money. Mm. I don't know anything about wine, but this is worth me spending my money on wine. I wonder if they did studies and like, okay, so how many bottles of wine does the average person drink per month? It'd be really cool if that number was two. Because I had a friend mm. who said, I get it every month and I actually, br- uh, it means I've got a bottle of wine that I can bring to a dinner party or to, to, to a gathering or yeah. something like that. And so what you're doing is you're giving the, this person the tools of like, here's a cool wine and here's wh- how you can talk about it with everyone. So you always have like surplus wine, basically. Yeah. Encouraging yeah. you to build that sort of personal brand that we, we've mentioned a few times on the episode where it's like, hey, I know about this wine and I can tell you guys a story and also taste the wine. Yeah. Let me just sum up the key lessons yeah. of this, right? So, good pair days. They've thought everything out. They've got the attention to detail. They've created this awesome journey that the customer goes on before they even taste the wine. Then they open the wine. They taste it. They read what they're tasting. There's three things that I identified that this process really brings out. So, the first one we mentioned briefly was when tasting it, you taste it mindfully, so you're spending time with this wine. You're investing in this wine. It's not just, oh, let's just knock this back. Yeah. You're really, really thinking about it. And the more you're thinking about this particular wine, the more you're thinking about good pair days as a brand. Yeah. So that's sitting in, in your head. Yeah, you're consciously ones- consuming it. It's not like um, Glad Wrap or whatever where you just use it, you stretch it over something and then you put it away again. Yeah. Um, and even though Glad Wrap is a household name, I don't think about, oh, this is actually pretty cool technology or whatever. It's just a thing. So, yeah, yeah that's exactly. a pretty cool it's point. It's just disposable, yeah. yeah. And then, um, which you just touched on, it makes the consumer feel more intelligent Yeah. as well. Suddenly, wine's not this scary thing. This person has tasted it and then they've read the card to see what they're tasting and they go, oh, yeah, I, I picked that up. Yeah, they're not intimidated by wine anymore. And I would, I probably would say like, the, probably one of the key things that stops me from getting into wine is um, I kind of bounce off it every time I attempt to yeah. have it. I'm like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what's good. I don't know what's yeah. bad. I check the alcohol content and the price, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So you're almost educating customers so you can create a, a new customer in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So then because the customer feels more intelligent... And because it's such an experience, it, it suddenly becomes this thing that they want to share mm. with others. And so, all of a sudden, you've got one person who has purchased this wine. They've gone on this amazing journey. And now, all of a sudden, you don't need to sell to their friends because they're going to do it for you. 
Yeah. Because they feel intelligent. They want to share what they've been through. Yeah. Because it's been such a great experience. And they're mentioning your brand. So there is the personal brand aspect of it where it's like you're developing your personal brand and what I drink says something about me. And then the other thing is make it easy for customers to talk about you. Mm. I think Good Pair Days also does a lot of gift box options, really easy gift options where you can just go, hey, obviously if you're doing this for yourself, you can sign up for a subscription. But if you're giving one to someone else, they get a one-month subscription. So basically one box worth. And that's like a perfect gift price point. Um, And it's just everything around the brand seems to create this virtuous cycle of like creating a new customer every time they experience Mm. the brand. Exactly. And because the story is so clear that they're telling, they they even give the customer the language they need to tell other people. Yeah. Because it's all there on the card. Yeah, it's very cool. So that's why I wanted to talk about good pair days. Wait, didn't you have a third one? That was the third one. Oh, what? I just stole it. No, it, was, it becomes something they want to share with others. What was the second one? It makes us feel more intelligent. What was the first one? Taste it more mindfully. Right. Yep. Okay. Well, I guess, I guess that's it about good pair days. I wonder <laughs> and, if and, we'll leave that in. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why I want to talk about good pair days because it's not often that you see a business nailing the narrative as well as good pair days has. Yeah. And I, I would encourage everyone to just jump on their website, just do the quiz because yeah. even that is an awesome experience and, and it really makes you, you see the wines that are recommended to you and it is tempting as hell. You are like, oh, these are recommended just for me based on my tastes. Yeah. I've never had that with wine before. Yeah. Oh man. I feel like I could just riff on some other cool things that they're doing. Like, you know, make it all about the customer. So from mm. the second they get on, they're going, you know, how, how are you? How's your basketball game? You know, like what, what do you like? What do you care about? They're, that from the very start, they're saying it's all about you. Yep. And I wouldn't be shocked how little that survey actually has to do with the results that they give you. But it's yeah. more of this idea of going, we're going to ask you to fill out a survey. And then any recommendation they give you after that is like, wow, that's so me. They know me so well. And mm. it's like, probably actually it's more just... They're, they're making a suggestion that, that something is personally recommended to yeah, you. Yeah, and then you kind of and meet them halfway. you told them you like rosé better than white and that's yeah. why it's in there, you know? Yeah. So that would probably be a nice, cool little trick that they're playing. It's like a, it's like a white lie or like a, a nice trick that makes yeah. you smile instead of cry, you know? <laughs> um, exactly. They are, they're really, they're nailing it yeah. on, on all fronts. Yeah, and I can't stress enough how much it's important when you go, when you interact with good pair days, no matter where you're interacting with them, it is completely on brand and like all of the branding is 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 correct. Whether that's um, opening up the box or even just the warning labels on the outside of the box, the social media ads and all of that sort of stuff, the website itself, everything mm. is on brand. And they're a really good example of just how to uh, really think nothing is off limits when it comes to being on brand. Literally every little detail of their website, all that stuff is is correct. Mm. So that's really cool. And so listeners at home, maybe what you can take from this is um, think about how you can put forward this narrative for your customers. So how can you make them feel like it's all about them or personalized to them? How, How can you give them the language they need to share your brand with others and make them feel smart and make them feel smart as well and where can you put in that little bit of detail that they might not notice but over time is gonna 
compound into yeah. this experience that they just want to rave about. You're making diehard customers and they're going to go out there and get you more diehard customers. Yeah. If you give them permission, they'll do it. Easy money. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And that's it. That's it for the case study for today. Cool. And we will be back next week with another episode. Nice. All right, Rob. Thanks for that. See yeah. you next time. Thank you. See you then. <laughs>